0: Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Savannah was in a moving car in the front seat.
1: Um, there was seemed to be a male driving and then somebody in the back
2: seat. She is definitely somebody that deserves, you know, to be able to be heard and, you know, as her friend. I will continue to share her story until the end of
3: time. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime.
2: A renewed effort tonight for a Kentucky family bringing more attention to a missing mother of four. Savannah Spurlock from Richmond was last seen in early January leaving a Lexington
1: bar with three men she has not been seen since.
3: That news report from 2019, not long after Savannah Spurlock disappeared in Kentucky. A lot has since happened in the case. I'm joined by Andrea Ash at WHAS 11 News and Louisville investigative producer. Let's go back to January 2019 when Savannah Spurlock was last seen alive. Tell us, first of all, about Savannah. She was the mother of four children.
1: Yeah, that's right. She was a 22-year-old mom. She had four little boys. By all accounts, very sociable. Had a ton of friends. Um, she had some rocky relationships with, um, the baby's fathers, but she had just given birth weeks before this to two twins. Um, and then she also had two other boys. So she had four boys total and all of them were under the age of five. So she had her hands full. Um, so this, this I'm sure was, you know, maybe one of her first nights out since she had given birth and she was probably really excited just get out of the house and kind of get out of that mom mode
3: okay so back to that night of january 3rd tell us what we know
1: it was a couple days after new year's i believe it was january 3rd she left her mother's house because they were kind of going out to a bar that night so it was a couple days after new year's you know you're still kind of in the party mode um and around 9 p.m she borrowed her mom's car and they were headed to lexington kentucky Um, which is a bigger town, um, bigger college town. And there's kind of a little joke just to kind of set the scene for you guys in Lexington about Lexington. Um, it, there's kind of a joke. It's all the roads run to UK university of Kentucky. And it's kind of true if you look at a map. So it's a pretty quaint, cute little college town. Um, before they actually went out to the bars, they met another friend, um, And Savannah ends up leaving her mom's car at that friend's house, along with uh, some of her belongings. She only takes a small purse with her. Um, So then these three friends head out to the bar. They went to a bar in Lexington called The Other Bar. Um, Again, it's not huge, like, party club scene. It's more small town. You know, you go play pool, drink a couple beers, small groups. So... They're at the bar uh, mingling with some folks. Um, they end up meeting some new friends there. And throughout the night, her, both of her friends that she came with end up going home. But Savannah um, stays out with these three men and just is hanging out. And the last time she was seen alive was 2.30 a.m. on January the 4th of 2019, and she's seen on surveillance camera leaving the bar with three men. So meanwhile, her mom, back, at, back in Richmond, Kentucky, about 35 miles away, her mom wakes up. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. She realizes Savannah's not home and tries to call her. Um, unfortunately, they weren't able to connect right away. But then Savannah actually calls her mom back on FaceTime. And um, her mom described to police that Savannah was in a moving car in the front seat. Um, there was, seemed to be a male driving and then somebody in the back seat. And they later discovered that the third person was in a different car. Um, so anyway, she was FaceTiming her mom. Her mom told police she could tell her daughter was intoxicated, but Savannah didn't seem like she was worried or in distress. Um, she actually told her mom, hey, I'm fine. I'll be home in a few hours. So Her her mom just took it at that and went back to sleep, I guess.
3: Okay, so maybe she has some reason to be a little worried, but she goes back to sleep. And what does Savannah's mother learn next? What happens next?
1: Yeah, so we don't know exactly what happens next. Um, that's still kind of up in the air. But what we do know is she never came home. So Immediately after her family discovers that she did not come home after her mother talked to her, um, they pound the pavement and they call all law enforcement and are trying to figure out what's going to happen to her. Um, So how I kind of saw this case is it it immediately lit up social media. And so, you know, uh, there were a bunch of Facebook groups that were, you know, hey, missing mother and it went everywhere. Um, And then, you know, avid listeners of the show probably remember the Crystal Rogers case was also a missing mother. Um, So people in this area are just very sensitive to moms that go missing. Um, So I think that kind of generated a lot of interest.
3: Yeah, Andrea, we covered the case of Crystal Rogers in our Bardstown podcast, another tragic case in Kentucky but in this case, no sign of Savannah Spurlock. Did police immediately jump in and start searching?
1: Missing persons cases when it's an adult are super tricky for police because um, whenever I was a fresh green uh, journalist out of college, I had a public information officer tell me one time, it's not illegal for an adult to run away. So police usually don't get involved unless a crime has been committed. And so without a ton of evidence of foul play, they don't, there's not a whole lot that they can do. And plus there's all kinds of other stuff going on. So that was kind of the case with Savannah. Um, There wasn't any, any red flags other than she was last known with these three men, which by all accounts, she did not know before that night. Um, So there wasn't anything that really stood out. I do know that the family um, has said on multiple occasions that the Richmond police, um, which is the town that Savannah lived in at the time, they started asking questions and retracing her steps almost immediately. And of course, police don't really say a ton of information up front because they want to protect the integrity of the case, so they prosecute it and get convictions.
3: But there was that surveillance video of her leaving the bar, right?
1: The surveillance video circulated pretty widely, and um, I believe we aired it up in Louisville, Kentucky, um, which is, Somewhat unusual because it didn't really impact our area. She wasn't known to be in Louisville. Um, She was out of Lexington. Lexington is a pretty robust media market. So it was getting a ton of coverage. Police had tracked down her friends that she went to the bar with that night and pretty early on had cleared them um, from any wrongdoing and made that widely known. They told us that they had interviewed the three men that she left with. And we were told that she, when she left the bar, they went to a house in Garrett County, um, which is about 40 minutes away from Lexington. And she went to a small house. Police had been to that house on numerous occasions in searching for Savannah. And I believe it was said that the men that she was with said that she left the house that morning, but were not very clear on how she left, when she left, where she was going. I mean, there was a ton of questions. They just said that she left.
0: The goal is to keep her name out there so that, that if somebody's responsible, they're not they're not going to stop seeing her face. So it's just a lot of like regrouping and trying to think, OK, how can we fight for her next? What can we do next to fight for her? But it's it's definitely become a marathon, which is it's hard. It's hard to persevere through all that. I think until police can confirm her for us that she's gone, we have to stay hopeful. But we we've been facing that reality for a long time.
1: Fast forward to July of 2019 and there are remains that are found.
3: Where were those remains found, and where did police turn next in the investigation, Andrea?
1: So there's a small house outside of the little town in Garrett County, and then about eight miles down the road is another property Um, And that's where the remains were found. Our top story this afternoon, an arrest made in the case of missing Kentucky mother of four,
2: Savannah Spurlock. 23-year-old David Sparks arrested this morning. This all started last night when police were called about a foul odor coming from the property on Fallick Road. Kentucky State Police and the FBI Louisville are conducting the investigation. Well The Spurlock
1: family spoke on Facebook Live just after the state police issued their statement about the investigation.
3: And here's what Savannah's aunt Lisa Toma had to say.
0: We could not have done this without the over 35,000 of you on this page who have followed, shared, prayed, searched, donated and advocated. You have kept Savannah's silenced voice alive along with us in a fight for the truth. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Different accounts, we learned that the house that she was taken to
1: after leaving the bar was a house that he was living in at the time that he had actually rented Um And it was kind of outside of town. But again, this is a very rural area.
3: There's some interesting detail in the arrest report from July 11th, 2019, related to the suspect. I I know you have that report with you. Can you just read that for us?
1: On this date, I was contacted by investigators with the Richmond Police Department. They advised me of the fact that Mr. Allen Sparks reported to his attorney a foul odor coming from his property, and he became concerned. This information, coupled with the fact that the above is the primary suspect in a missing persons investigation, led investigators to search the property. During the search, unidentified human remains were located concealed in an unnatural position beneath the surface of the ground. In addition, items of evidence believed to be connected to the missing persons case were located with the human remains. These items were last known to be in the control of the two individuals the missing person, and the above. Formal identification of the remains are pending a scheduled autopsy." Um, So, I mean, we get this. Police record, and we're like an unnatural position beneath the surface of the ground. I mean, you, you usually don't find that language in these records. Yeah, as, as, a, as a result of the ongoing investigation, uh, the information that we had uh, based upon her location, uh, where she was located, um, we felt that the, the abuse of the corpse and tampering with physical evidence uh, was a charge that we could, uh, you know, actually charge him with. They present the information to a grand jury. Grand jury indicts him. Uh, they ended up charging him with murder, tampering of physical evidence, and abuse of a corpse. Um, so the pandemic hit. The wheels of justice always turn slow, and they pretty much grinded to a halt <laughs> for some time during the pandemic. So eventually, two years later, um, December of 2020, David Sparks is sentenced Um and Interestingly, he originally pled not guilty, um, which you might, you know, a lot of people originally plead not guilty. Um, but then in 2020, he ended up changing his plea and he did plead guilty, said that he acted alone. The prosecutor recommends 50 years, um, judge accepts it, so he will won- This is kind of crazy to think about. So he was 24 years old when he was arrested. He won't get out until he's 74 years old um, if he serves the full 50 years. He will be eligible for for parole at some point. But it's kind of crazy to think about he will spend like twice as much time as he's been on this earth behind bars.
3: A man accused of killing a Central Kentucky mother after they left a Lexington bar will spend 50 years in prison. David Sparks received a sentence today after pleading guilty to murder and other charges in the death of Savannah Spurlock.
2: Savannah Spurlock's friends and family are finally getting some answers. All concurrent for a total of 50 years, I will uh, accept that recommendation and impose that sentence. David Sparks will spend the next 50 years behind bars after admitting to killing the 22-year-old mother. But while this may provide some answers, Savannah's close friend Kalia Coomer says there are still many questions. You know, it gives us some sort of closure just to know that he will not be able to do this to anybody else. But at the end of the day, we don't know what happened to her. We don't know, you know, the last moments of her life, what she had to go through. But she's still grateful they won't have to endure the trauma of a trial. So are members of Savannah's family who posted on the Remembrance page. They say, quote, The term justice loses its meaning when this tragedy hits your family. No amount of earthly justice will ever be enough for the beautiful life stolen. You know, we'll never get our spina back. We'll never get to listen to her laugh, get a hug from her anymore. You know, her kids, I don't miss her terribly. This young mother was last seen leaving a Lexington bar with three guys on January 4th of 2019. There's still lingering questions on
1: did he act alone um, in some of the court documents that he signed in part of his plea. He, he says that he acted alone. Um, but logically, you know, he's five foot six inches and 170 pounds, according to the rest record, which is not a huge person. Um, Savannah wasn't, you know, very large either. She was, me, I think it said like 130 pounds, 150 maybe. Um, but you have to think if if she died at that first location and was then moved to the second location, and even if she died at the second location, moving a body, burying a body is no easy task. Um, so by all accounts, Everyone says that he's acted alone. There's a lot of speculation on whether that's actually true. Um, and, I mean, we we would love to one day maybe hear from Sparks himself and see what he has to say and how this all played
3: out. This case is actually still open, is my understanding, which is unusual with a suspect convicted and now sentenced.
1: Usually in a case, um, it may remain open once there has been a trial and a conviction um, if there's new evidence or to protect the defendant's right to appeal. But in this case, he took a plea agreement, which waives most of his rights to appeal. So I was kind of surprised to learn that it was still open. Um, So, you know, we really don't know why it's still open. We don't know if they're expecting some other suspects possibly, Um, but it is worth noting and it it is pretty interesting.
3: Andrea, just such a, a sad case. Savannah Spurlock had four kids now without a mom.
1: Not only did she leave behind four little boys, but she also left behind a mom, a sister, at least one sister, um, and an entire giant group of friends, um, that are still very active and still remember her. This crime really rocked this community. Um, and it's, it's still going to have lasting effects. These four little boys are going to grow up without a mom.
3: All right, my thanks to Andrea Ash, investigative producer at WHAS 11 News in Louisville. Thanks, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.